Welcome to Redeem Equality, the podcast. It's not how men speak, but how friends speak. I'm joined today uh, with Mark and Daniel, both here to start the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. What's Good going to be on? Back. Up, up. You can go first, dude. Oh, that was all I had. Good to be back. Oh, well, yes, Mark. Hey, I'm here today. I'm excited. All right. So, uh, these bitches. No, um, I, want, <laughs> I wanted to talk about like uh, if if man, I look at social media. Right, I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter. I don't know what everybody else's is. Right, even on TikTok, you know. Um, and there's like a, a a line of like how shitty men are right now, and or how many corrections men need to make. Uh, talking about cisgendered men or straight men like this, or talk. This is how toxic masculinity manifests itself and things like that. Have you guys seen these posts at all? I've, um, I've seen uh, things like this. Yeah, I mean, right. Uh, I'm a straight white male, so I, I see a lot of it, to be honest, lately. Okay, yeah. Um, but, like, I don't – I'm not familiar with – do you say cisgender? I've heard – I've seen cis thrown around. I don't know what that means. Cis is – uh, cis is, like, that means you – okay, on some non-binary shit, meaning not just two genders, that means that you are uh, – you – associate yourself with the gender that you were born with and can, can you, I go ahead and I, did, say, I, just, I, just, I gotta jump in I, I gotta jump in on this <laughs> who, got, who got the the right to call like the cisgender I feel like that <laughs> what the fuck it's is almost that? insulting like yeah yes. like what did you call me well <laughs> it's like that's that is underneath the blanket of uh, the non-binary, you dude. Know I'm, I'm sorry to do that, but like, if if a transgender person is gonna be offended by tranny, and then somebody's gonna call me cisgender, and I have to just be like, all right, yeah, sounds good. Fuck you, fuck I mean, everybody, and all this word bullshit. When does this end? The, oh, we. This is great. When does this shit okay, end? beyond all this, beyond all this. Okay, if we talk about. But like, okay, I understand that some terms need to change. Yes, but if you police, if you're policing the verbiage, the word midget, let's say, right? I, I wish there was another word that I didn't use, and I'm not. And, and they want you to say little people, right? I was at somebody's house, and I said midget, and they were like, "You can't say that. You're not supposed to say that." And I said, "We're in the house alone together. Well, you know, right? I know I'm, I'm not trying I'm, to be I'm, offensive." I know, yes, and I know out in public, I'm not gonna say that, but like, it was you and me right now? And, and then they're like, "Well, if you are, you know, if you are out, then you won't even have to worry about switching it up because you're already saying the right thing." And I'm like, I just was quiet because I didn't want to go back and forth. But the real thing is, you're saying that word, you're saying something different because it has a negative connotation to it, Absolutely. or that group of people doesn't want to be called that. But I can still be saying little people and think midget. So you're not really. This is exactly the conversation. I not. I had this conversation two days ago with somebody else. Like this exact same thing. You are not really changing the feelings that I have towards the words just by forcing me to say the words. So I happen to use the R word a lot. So I'm like relating that to exactly what you're saying. It's like 
okay, well, that word had a definition, right? And it's, it's a legitimate dec- dictionary defined in Merriam-Webster's dick. Like it is and, defined, and it, it is, is a word. It is still the medical terminology. It, exactly. So, and then there's like, it, it means different things. Like when I do my painting stuff, it's like I use a liquid retarder, right? It slows the drying process because that is what it means to retard. And it's like, so people are like, you can't do And it's like every single word that exists, as long as people turn it into a negative thing, will become a bad word eventually. It's like, Look at how common that the swear words are now. Have you ever gone to a grocery store and had somebody like when you're like, ah, fuck my bad man, like look at you sideways at all anymore. But like 20 years ago, if you walked around talking like that, people would actually be like, whoa, what the fuck? That's weird. You know, like he's just swearing at the cash register. Um, So I think it's fucking weird that you could take anything and turn it negative just if people say it in a mean way long enough. Yeah, but I guess the, the hypocrisy of you can't call me this and I'm going to call you this. Exactly. I mean, such a okay. weird hypocrisy to take a stance on. I like, and you know what? I'm going to Google this right now. What why cis, which is the opposite of trans or meaning across from or on the other side of. Okay, that actually is not so bad. Basically, opposite of trans. Okay. I mean, I think you cut out on, at least on my end, you cut out for the first half of what you're talking about. But I heard opposite of trans in the end. Derived prefix for cis, which is the opposite of trans Mm. on this side versus versus trans. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I do. Yeah, but like if somebody can walk around and say like, hey, you know, I prefer she or he or they or them. Like, why can't I get all butthurt if you don't refer to me as a man? You know, why can't I freak the fuck out and scream at you in a GameStop? You know, like, it's just, it's just weird to me. Like you're saying, the hypocrisy of everything. Like being... Oh, the rage of being, I don't know the rage of being misgendered, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, there's people that grew up their whole life and look away. They look already masculine and they're a woman, right? There's women out here that look like a man their whole life and people constantly are saying, what's up, dude? What's up, bro? Constantly. Or they go into a bathroom and they're in a a woman's bathroom and then a lady comes out like, ah! Okay? Because she thinks that too. And I'm I'm making it comical, but like, there's some true. On the telephone, I'll get called ma'am. And I gotta be honest with you, people are really nice when they know it's like uh, when they think I'm uh, 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 a woman on the. Okay. I mean, that's fucking great. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> Fez, I loved hearing that. That probably wasn't all that easy to even say or admit. Yeah, you, I real, appreciate you sharing it. Uh, oh, dude. Thank you for that. that was fine. Like you take like, it and every... you use it as a positive. So fuck yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I like to see. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like a person is hearing something, like a, like especially customer service, they're yeah, not trying yeah, to offend yeah. me. You. That's that's over the phone. But yeah, person, your chords just sound like garbage. It's not your fault. Yeah, but a see, a, <laughs> but <laughs> person seeing you and constantly doing that, I I don't experience that. So I look like you know, saying what I bought, and I feel like that. But I don't. I, I'm try, I don't look. 
I don't have the I have empathy for it, but I don't genuinely know what it would be like to constantly not feel like the person I am inside my mind in my body. Right. I, I don't yeah, know. What but, that would be. Like based but, off of your voice, you mean? No, not my like, voice. I'm like, saying like no, related everything. to feds, like it, it, Mark, for you. Particularly. Basically, what Mark is saying is. He's like, I'm not like Fez. I'm a hundred percent man. Nobody's ever I thought get... I'm a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm saying like if everybody were to be like, if everybody were to look at me and be like, hey, ma'am, hello, ma'am, constantly, and 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 dudes like <coughs> treat me like a girl for the first little bit, hey, ma'am, hey, shorty, and touch my back or some shit like that, or like, or something like that constantly get some ass slap as you're walking by cat call oh, like, them a... excuse me ma'am and like touch my my ribs or something dude like and all these little slightly things and just like over talk me and things like that or and or the other way around or I, i'm a woman and like dudes just like well, bro bro you know what i'm saying my nigga you know or dude what's up and like doing that and it's like i'm a girl and i feel like a girl and i, I want to be but but i can't and or i genuinely just feel like a dude i actually do feel like a dude but i have this fucking pesky vagina here you know um I, I really could see that tormenting you more than maybe more than uh you know you can just be like okay it's nothing i could see that like really fucking with you um and you wanting to maybe say no i i am i actually lean i lean this way actually more and i feel like i'm actually a dude but now how are you gonna what how do you expect society now to deal with you well i mean like i don't Who think fucking cares what they say you know what i mean like that's why i understand the struggle like like you're saying from society but it's just crazy to me that like you're saying you are so convinced that like you want this thing to be free or what and like people are willing to like kill themselves because society is going to think something of it you know, like, that's just fucking crazy to me. And I think that's what's so crazy about, like, the young generation now. It's like all the Internet influence and all of this stuff. It's like, how are you supposed to live up to the hype of everybody on the Internet has this amazing, perfect life? Like every and profile you log into, everybody's life is great. I think uh, I think there's also a lot of things that can't be discussed. Like the first thing being is, you know, gender dysphoria has been in the psychiatric manual as a as a metal as a psychiatric deviance so that's something that needs to be addressed like so we need to look into it instead of just accepting it like i feel like certain things it it goes off of like your political affiliation you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like we can't talk to this because it is a progressive affiliation it's like you know we should always from a frame of reference point, look at something. Yeah, Everything you, is. You should have to form an opinion. Uh, or, or, no, or no. That would... no, no. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, we decided from a, from a, a point of reference where we. Like you can't. Wow. <clears throat> we should try to empathize. Just... Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think we should, we should empathize with that, and we should understand where they're coming from because. There is a, a a realistic thing where we might be seeing somebody who has other issues and they're trying to resolve it through this and this is the, the conclusion they derive at. Or this could actually be a person who is, you know, trapped in the wrong body. We need to be, you know, we should address that. There are people that way. So that so like 
these people now came up with a way that they want to be addressed and it's non-binary and they and then so I, I just don't know if am I now because I say I'm a man am I offending you by not saying that I'm cisgender that's a problem you shouldn't be see that's what bothered I'm by that now that <clears throat> Part and I don't know if people I don't I no one's ever been active like no you are cisgender no one's ever done that they've just told me oh you're a cisgender male like you know what I'm yeah. saying they just dress so and they, well that's the thing too is they just assume that that's how you want to be called and it's like no that's not my assumption because <clears throat> I'm not I guess it it would be it would be difficult to say that being born biologically male is opposite of trans because trans is on a spectrum you can't be opposite of a spectrum you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so why not just call me a known and accepted term yeah and if it needs to be corrected after the fact then feel free to bring it up you know like and that's the other thing too that's, <clears throat> that's the other, i was gonna say the other thing about language is i feel i feel like there is a, a very hard push to not use words with their intended meaning to sow chaos and disruption within our communications. So if you make a word that is a positive thing into a negative thing and somebody's using it as a positive and everybody's taking it as a negative action, we have created, um, I want to say chaos, but we've created conflict. And that's that. And, you know, I know I, I thought I think I've talked to Mark about this and I know uh, I've always been a person that is very strict with words. Like, that's not what that means. This is what it means. Now we're on the same page because I don't want conflict. And not using words correctly is already conflict. So that's a I don't know. That's a probably a, a crazy thing to look at. You know what I'm saying? That uh and um yeah what you said I mean we're getting to a point where people want to be I guess addressed specifically a certain way because of the connotations that they have that they have come together and been like this is what this means I mean hey there's there's things that things I mean there's guys that are like I don't want to be associated with a man I feel like a woman and I don't want to be associated with being a man because that's not what I feel like every single day so please say they. Or call me she from this point forward. Or there's people that don't want anything. I'm non-binary at all. So I am, I'm gender fluid. So sometimes I feel like a man and I want to be addressed. So I, well, just call, I don't know what I'm feeling like. So call me, call me they, say they. I, I do that. I'm, I'm trying to empathize <laughs> and things like that. It's just like, right? there, there's just been things in life, I guess. No, I don't have a, like, I start sounding like stupid to, to like go back on it but it's like okay look you want to be called they i'll call you they there we are i guess if that's what you want to be called then cool it's not that hard for me to do that right but, it's but just like when you have somebody that's like hey i go my name's jonathan but i go by chuck and it's like but, that's not even close but the dude you end up calling him chuck like here's okay. my issue with this i don't mind the fact but let's not use a plurative term for a singular person that's, That's what just I said. Ridiculous. Yep. I had this argument yeah. with a friend's wife. I'm like, dude, it's first like, of all, it's you're, you're saying plural for a single thing. I was like, that's what I have an issue with. I don't care what they want to be or what they want to do. But you but say do not they, expect me to they, fuck up my English because somebody else is butthurt. But you say they for singular. 
sometimes too. I've never what okay. No. If Everyone. I were to point at an individual to Fez and they told me instead no, of saying, I, no, no, I would say he, he told me. He. Fez is I would hundred percent say he in almost or, every language. Or she. She told me this. But that's not incorrect to say they. You can say they. That's not only plural. The, you can say they and it be singular. That is possible. I mean, we can I, use all. There's a lot of different types of English for okay, sure. Okay. There's a lot of okay. dialects of language so they and everything. Correct. You're telling me that they for singular is actually incorrect English. No, they is plural. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and put they definition. And it'll tell you within a, you know, a dictionary, Oxford Dictionary. They used to refer to two or more people or things previously mentioned uh, or easily identified. Now, <clears throat> a person of an unspecified gender. I, I can see it. They could help. Yeah. I. Oh, okay. You know what? Wait, it, it said unspecified gender? You used mm-hmm. to refer to a person of unspecified gender. Yes. To refer to, but you're not talking to them. You're talking well, to right. somebody else about, about them. So if, if I'm talking to somebody else about them, why is there such a fight about well, what's going on between me and Mark? You're referring to somebody of unspecified gender. So if you're referring to somebody, then they, even if you're referring to them, you could be referring about them or referring to them. And if they're unspecified, which these people are saying they are, then it's they. I mean, kind yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, I mean, but that's, but that's still a, weird a generality. Me. And it's that, okay. So I get what you're saying. And that's a generality to assume that there's more than one person saying it. So <clears throat> ask someone if they could help. That means that there's more than one person that can help. No, yeah. someone. Or like I would think someone. if I was at an establishment and you were oh, like, hey, Daniel, be- go check to see if they're open. And I came up and I was like, no, they and, said that and they that- open at nine. Like I'm talking about the establishment, you know, an organization, somebody that was talking to me from that. I I wouldn't be like, if you were like, Hey, go talk to they over there. I'd be like, Oh, which, which they, you know, like it would not make sense to me. You would go, go talk to them or that person or him or her. Like you wouldn't be like they, if you came back and past tense were like, Hey, what did they say? You could say they. Yes, I agree with you there. But I'm just saying, like, I guess I don't know how far they want their theys, you know? Um, you know, I don't know. Saying is somebody trans, are they in transition? How far transition goes and how that person, I think it's all about how somebody, compl- you know, because trans is a whole community because there's people that are in transition. So that mm-hmm. is the thing, right? There are a whole bunch of people. Oh, shit. I get what right. you mean. Right, so that is a whole moment, and then like, well, yeah, that's that's an organization. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> if you don't want to call somebody a trans male, why would they all? Why would that person then choose to be called they, indicating that somebody you are not? There's people that don't want to be called trans, a trans male. Yes, there are people that don't want to be called a trans male, well, but then they also choose to be called they because they are a male. If that person, I think. I think what Mark's saying, Fez, or what he's like referring to is that like during the time where they haven't fully completed their transition, then that that would be when they want that. But like when they're done, when they're done, they're like, hey, I've already gone through my transition. I'm not trans anymore. I am a woman or I am a man. So that to me makes more sense. That makes sense. I do appreciate the clarification on that. 
this is it, 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 it is a mind fuck, but it's a mind fuck because we associate so much on like whether you're a boy or a girl and identify with that, right? And I don't and I know. Think, I don't I know. I think that comes from. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, was gonna say, I think that a lot of I think a lot of this comes from our parents and you know a lot from how our mothers engage us so socialization that's what that is right yeah that kind of ties back into what Mark was saying you know like him here and women do the same things like don't do that don't act that way don't be like this you know I yeah. mean, I grew up, I grew up like a, a half queer kid from Germany. So like, I definitely did not have that. Like I mean, my mom was not that person. You know, my dad was like, I heard all kinds of stuff from him, but um, he disappeared. Culture. Early, so I didn't really have to worry about it. You know, thank you. Culture. So culturally, like, you know, the socialization that happens within that community. Yeah. The way people may dress and or, you know, use gender and or associate to each other and identify themselves is so much different and so like here we have like uh this is what a man is and this is what a woman is and these are their roles in society you know and i i, I mean i can see this there's there's some place for it and then also i don't there's there's i can see how it's not you know right uh, coming to america in the 90s wearing pink and you're a little boy and everybody's like what what's with your little gay kid you know it's like whoa what what happened here yeah. Um, but that's also Trailer Park in Kansas from Germany. So that's probably different. There's so many people that are in trailer parks in all over the country, though. That right. are feeling the same way. That's most of the places, you know. <laughs> it's maybe not Trailer Park, but some place where people are saying things like that. So it's like that's more. Of, I think that's more of the countries in the cities. Or I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe it's 50-50 from what we saw from them voting, you know. Um, but I, I think this shit is... is uh, is something that we're gonna, we're definitely gonna be having to address, having to address in year in the coming years because they're just gonna be there. You know, these these people have always been here. They've just been afraid to say something. But like people have always been like, like for forever. They've just been pushed outside society. But I have a feeling that there's always been trans people. There's always been intersex people. There's always been all these these things. Yeah. And I think that's why the aliens are going to show themselves. They're like, dude, these guys can't even get along with fucking people that want to fuck other other people. They're like, aliens, that's why they're exposing themselves. Sorry, I just saw this little thing from what? Obama. Yeah, dude, that's why the aliens. So everybody knows. No, 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 go no, watch no, the no, alien no, documentary no, no. I told you about. I, ha- I have to. I, no, no one watched that. I have <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> okay. No one's watching. So, so we're talking like about like the psychiatry and everything. And your thought is. No one wants to fuck them, so aliens have to appear. That's yeah. Aliens are coming because they're like, okay, hey, I, I just, these people are just arguing to make sure. about each other's sex, like, and there's fucking aliens they don't even know about. So they're like, they're coming because if you would have watched the goddamn movie, like I asked, you would understand that the aliens are trying to protect us. They're trying to save our species because they're from a different galaxy. Um, so that's that's what's up, you know. It's real detailed. I won't go into it. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, you're not going to let me, I'm not, there's no buy-in for me with this. All right, all right. <clears throat> so, but as, Mark, as we were saying, um, a lot of these, these roles are determined by women, male things like, you know, like, or, or being told not to be gay or doing this comes from mothers. Right. And not men. And. So I'm trying to. 
So, I mean, look, I'm just saying part of it, they play a role in it. And they play a role in it. And I think that we're, we definitely have been, like, heard the thing about deadbeat dads. That's been a, you know, we, we understand that is a uh, trope in society, right? That is a overall, like, na- thing that you could be. It's so, so easy. And uh, it's just like, we're, and I'm not like, what about the deadbeat mom? I don't want to come across like that. But I am saying, I think that the, if there's a percentage, it's probably 70% dudes fucking up or something like that and 30% women, but we don't even hear, we don't even hear the 30% of the bitching, you know? We we don't hear 30%. We're hearing like fucking 10% of people being, less than that of people. Mm. Well, uh, it's, pro- it's probably, and I'll, I'll, I'll put a thing out there, is the reason why we hear that side more often is because there's a huge support system when it comes to uh, any woman who's encountered violence, right? Uh-huh. But that but violence is no longer a word used for an act of aggression. It's used for, I don't like what's being done to me now. Oh, whoa. Any discomfort, violence. Any discomfort, any offense is now being uh, perpetrated as violence. And it really takes away, you know, like what another, what somebody's issue actually is like oh that you know he was violent with me like what he said stuff you didn't like and so automatically you use that word and there's a whole lot of sport like he's this he's that he's toxic masculinity and we're using words incorrectly again we're using violence incorrectly because violence is an action you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying it's it's a crime being offensive not a crime well didn't used to be I feel like no, nowadays it pretty much is. Oh, like, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like you have all this support, and there's a lot of flaws that women exhibit, and no one calls them out on it. And that's the, uh, um, yes. <laughs> are, are, you know what I'm saying? There's things that are happening in every household. And I feel like not every household. How do I say that? I'm not that generation is so strong, but it's just like, yeah, like there's a role. And I think that if we want to fix this or we want to advance as a socially, uh, civilly, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to both. But you know, obviously, there's so so many bigger things at hand. Possibly, like fucking, is there World Three kicking off and things like that? Sorry to even talk like that, but it's just like maybe it's because we haven't been at war. So the roles have been shifted. There have been I, I did. crazy things. So we're just at home, and and now it's just like, well, what is the purpose of either of us? What, what men, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. So what is the purpose of all this until it's time to like to, for men to do, I guess, you know, some manly shit. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it makes you makes you wonder with all the wars and everything that's going on. We really can't influence those. Uh, me. Like as a, as a whole group and conglomeration of Americans, something. But in the singular, what we can do is you know impact our own homes, impact our own households. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really all we can do is influence. Our area of influence is so tiny as an average U.S. civilian. I agree. I agree. I mean, as a person, usually it's like your small circle that you can. Uh, how you can change the world is like how you're what you're doing in your everyday life and how you're affecting the people directly around you um and and hopefully changing that piece by piece uh 
And I agree with that. But it's huge, though. That's that's on a core level. Then then you a community you rub off of each other, keeping up with the Joneses, all this type of shit. It's a, I mean, that's a, it is a thing. Um, so I, I'd say, I'd say that obviously there's roles. There's a, a positive role for men in in the household and in society. So when they're there and present and playing a role, so what what, what is this group think? And talk of this. So I don't know, man. Maybe I sound like another guy that's just like, why are we getting talked about so bad? But in reality, I, I, maybe you are appreciated in your households. Maybe behind well, closed doors, there's a lot of love. Yeah, sorry about that. It told me it was needing to reconnect. Yeah, you started kind of going all Autobot a couple minutes before that happened. <clears throat> it got really bad, and then you dropped all of a sudden. But, okay. like, it slowly was getting more, like, you know what I mean? Like worse. Yeah, how's yeah, this right not now? like just cut. now. You sound great. Okay, good. Mark, you there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. I didn't know. I didn't know I was, uh, that was all going on. But no, no. I'll, like, so I'll just jump right back in the conversation. All I was saying is, there's this whole thought like the patriarchy has been in charge for a thousand years. Time to let you know, uh, ladies have control, and I'm not against that. But to have women have control doesn't require the demonization of men. Totally. That's it. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, that's that's a, a rounding up of it all. I I believe in it. I love it. Uh, what what else, man? What what other things uh, in life should we be chatting about? Mm. Honestly. I don't know. Like, I guess, like, where do where does America like get? You know, in the future, everything's kind of chaotic. What do you think the future? What do you think the next four years looks like? Woo! Next four? Yeah, dude, that seems like such a bit. Like, it seems like a minute timeline, given oh, yeah. like any previous decade in history to be like what's going to happen in four years. But like. I feel like history happens so fast in 2021. Like, who knows what's going to happen in four years? I feel like here's, two years of coronavirus already. Look at all the shit that's gone on. That's true. Like, like let's talk about the coronavirus in the beginning. Remember, it was like Hong Kong was like out there doing protests. And yeah. it's like, oh, there's this mysterious virus. And it's like, you know, I would look at like, oh, the Chinese are trying to, uh, you know, to silence their people and all of a sudden it was worldwide and it's crazy. And I don't know if any of this is true, but like Australia, like what's going on in Australia? Well, what have you heard? What, what, well, yeah, like I'm, I'm clueless. Uh, so, oh, so for Australia, they're, they're yeah. quarantined and, the, and it's, it's, a, it's a military police state right now. Like if you, the police are checking to make sure you are where you're supposed to be. Well, that's what I've been saying. Like, that's why I find I, God, I fucking hate sounding like the conspiracy theory guy, but like this shit just seems way too fucking sus. Okay. Like time out. There's okay. So you hate I'm going conspiracy like the conspiracy. Sorry, no, 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 no. I, I just have to, as I go into on. it. Yeah. Before you start, you said, I hate sounding like the conspiracy theory guy. But, but 10 minutes ago, you're like, aliens are coming so trans people can make love too. Like, aliens are not a conspiracy, bro. I don't give a, like, you get, I will stand by that one because I know in like 
20 years when we look back and they're like, yeah, he was just fucking, we're going to be, it's common. Like Obama's coming out like, no, we don't have this, best, but yes, there's shit that's flying around out there. We don't know how it does what it does. And there's shit like, I'm sorry, aliens are real. So you can't call that conspiracy theory. Like a lot of the other shit that I make up, sure. But no, aliens are real. Maybe okay. not in the capacity I'm talking of, but to think that there is uh, no to, living to single cell sorry, organism. Sorry. To get away from uh, aliens, can't just go. We're talking about the Australia policing thing. I'm sorry. I just had to say you're like I hate something like you are the conspiracy theorist guy. I am, but you got me one up. Do I? I love it. Uh, I had somebody recently tell me I didn't know that you didn't believe the lunar landing that you were so opposed to it, and I was like, "Fuck!" I said I was like 51 percent to 49. Like I could believe it. I just don't know. Um, I don't know. I think people are too quick to be like, yeah, this is what I believe. And I'm like, I, I don't have enough facts in a lot of facets of life to be like, this is what I believe. Yeah, I mean, because realistically, so many things have been told to us and not proven to us. So most of our life is a theory, not a, not a, a fact. If you bring up gravity again. No, I'm not bringing up gravity. I'm just saying uh, that many things we're just told hey we did this and it's like without proof you know what i'm saying absolutely so i think it's difficult to actually know where to stand on anything and especially in in this day and age it's harder to believe what you're shown just no information ages we've gotten so much information that we less sure about things <laughs> now we've got everything and it's like i don't know shit right and maybe yeah. maybe we should be there because then you're welcome to new information maybe you're supposed to be welcome to new stuff and so cognitive dissonance doesn't start wars so somebody being like hey maybe your god is for you and my god is for me <laughs> instead of being like no everyone needs to die unless they fucking believe what i believe yeah that's such a weird thing like like you your god is all powerful but if somebody else is believing in something else you have to go kill them I, that, that part has just <coughs> never made sense to me yeah can't he just be like well these 400 people here snap they're gone these guys are doing this snap they're gone like right yeah. why, why would you have to go <coughs> do his work and why can't the entire reason you believe, like, you know, basically the consequence of hell being the main reason you believe, be good enough for you not to care what they're doing? Right. <laughs> I just don't think that anything you do will ever satisfy the entire population. Like, there's too many different people out there. Like, God could come down right now. And just like, boom, everybody could see him at the same time. I don't know how that'd be possible because unless you're like flat earth, but everybody sees God is here. Somebody's going to be like, well, if you're God, like, but who made you though? You know, and then that little thought would sow seeds of doubt into people. And then you'd start everything all back over again. If that God figure disappeared and the timeline gets long enough again. Well, you know, it's just no immense power. He would have to like do some Thanos shit. But even if he did, like, my first thought would still be the same. Like, where did the first thing that was a thing derive from, right? Like, what if he straight up told us and answered everything? And if he was God, he would just, like, 
give us peace at it with everything. So if he was God, he would just be able to just give it to us. Just bam. Which, right. But it's hard to think of what that what kind of information could be dropped that would be possible to make it make sense, to make the start of everything make sense. Like it'd probably be like love or fucking like something so simple, dude. Try like love. Or, like, fucking everything is everything. Or, like, you guys are all the same cell. You guys are all this. Like, it was Yeah, but where did the this come from? Or the same cell? Or the love in the first place? Like, what I'm saying, if he was God, he'd be able to do that. But it'd be crazy. Infinite wisdom. That's why motherfuckers say that. All those questions and all that shit. All knowing. The all knowing. Yeah. All those questions and all that searching is why dudes fucking walk up to the Himalayan mountains and fucking become monks for fucking six months. And then they come back and be like, the answer's love. They say that shit. Yeah, right. I I dedicated my entire life, came back, figured it out. Love. This is like one that I just am now. Like, so what? Nigga, you haven't been seeing your family in years. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, for love. Like, oh, I'm in light now. Yeah, but you're, you're uh, you'll, uh, Back child support, you piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> I have the answers to the universe. No, you don't. Go to jail. Shit. Having a baby, I better dip out and go be a monk. That's the way to do it. Go be a Tibetan monk. Right. I'd give him all my worldly possessions. No, I, I definitely, I think, I think the thought of... Like, if God came down, could we believe him? I don't even know if we could comprehend him. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm. I, I think what you're imagining is is a, a being coming down. But I don't even think it's a being. Like, if God is, you know, like, and, you know, this is the whole thought of it. If God is everything, then he's the universe. And we can't even comprehend the size of the universe. Well, that's kind of like what I was getting at, like, as far as like, we all see him simultaneously, you know, like he doesn't necessarily, I don't think have to be a physical presence, you know, like, or but, but, within our dimension or whatever, or however yeah. shit works. If, you know? if he was able to make the entire world become aware of him at the same uh, yeah, time. Yeah, simultaneously. Yes. I think what would happen is we would chalk it up to mass hysteria and then continue <laughs> on. Yeah, building more tanks and new weapons. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think we're at the uh, the level of uh, evolution where we could handle that. I said, you know, I also think too, like when people talk about like socialism and communism, they're like, it will never work. It can never work. We've tried it. Blah 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 blah, and all these different things, right? I think in maybe 500 years, it's something we can do as, as long as we keep pro- progressing forward. You know what I'm saying? Like assuming we could figure out how to keep everybody fed and, every, and sheltered and stuff like that, you mean? No, even more, like even like bigger than that. As long as we can keep people, as long as people are able to be happy. Mm. Like... <clears throat> Yeah, content. Yeah, if people can be content, it's like when you know, it's it's that whole like uh, experiment with the monkey. 
the monkeys were like sitting there for an entire week giving peanuts for every cast they did. And the first time one of them was given like a, I think it was like a kiwi. At that point, the other monkey refused to do that work anymore until he got that kiwi. We are at this point equivalent to fucking monkeys still. Oh, I think we're somebody... progressing in that direction. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's but like, you know, like the whole arrogance of saying socialism can never work. We've already tried it. It's like, yeah, but we tried it with a bunch of dummies a long time ago. I definitely believe that like a socialist society could work. Would I ever want that? No, because I, I I'm I'm not involved enough. I'm like, I want the fruit of my efforts yeah. to equal the fruit of my efforts versus you know, Jethro, who's done nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not evolved enough to be okay with it. I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I can't disagree with anything you say. Like, the monkey thing, it's funny that you say the monkey thing, because, like, my thought oftentimes is, if you just killed the internet, I think that over, of course, you're still going to have people that are miserable and people, but like, I think if you took away everybody's like constant in your face, look at how good, like, you know, when you're only seeing the good that goes on for everybody all the time, like, I feel yeah. like it just sets such a false narrative that it causes depression. And then we're like, yeah. And then here's the other thing, too, is you also, if they only show you the good, you get a, a false impression of that person that that person just just given everything. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see their efforts to achieve that position in life. You know what I'm saying? You, you get to see, a, you know, a 10 second snapshot of this person's life. And that person could be 38. Like, what? where's the other 38 years? You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're like, oh, it must be nice having a boat. And it's like, maybe he just saved 10 years of overtime for a boat. You know, like, who knows how somebody does something. And your first yeah. thing to do is be upset. Be upset like you deserve that and you just right. weren't given it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the thing, too. Like, I've like, been guilty of the same thing. I don't know about you guys, but like somebody will get something new and they're like, hey, check it out. And then all of a sudden you look at that thing and this person's bragging about it. And then you're like, hey, that that's kind of cool. you know." And now you're looking at something that you had no desire for whatsoever in the first place. And all of a sudden you find yourself kind of jealous that somebody has something that you never even thought you wanted in the first place. You know, and it's like, why am I getting? What's that, Mark? Comparison is the robber of joy. That's Absolutely. You looking over to someone else and being like, fuck, I want that. Look how cool they are. And you don't even leave. You're ignoring the blessings you have. Yep. Well, yeah. And I'm guilty and then, of it all the time. And the problem is we never compare ourselves to people who have less. We always compare ourselves to people who have more. Yep. Like if you like if we were to compare ourselves like, you know, like to people in India that live on trash islands collecting you know, like aluminum and things that they find that can be sold. Like, you know, like these kids that are like on these islands and sometimes they just disappear in the trash and they're never seen again. It's like, man, you compare your life to that. You're like, wow, I have it way better. Pretty fucking good. And I, I compare myself to motherfuckers on Skid Row. Oh, yeah. So that, that's why you're so happy all the time, Mark. That's why right? you got that great That makes sense. Yeah. You like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, not this fucking dude here. So yeah, I stay pretty. I stay pretty level about that because I just see it. But I, yeah, I, that's, I, a, 
that's a talent to keep to be able to keep your mindset in such a state of optimism where you can be like you know what i got it pretty shitty but like there's this dude right here at this bus stop that like you know shooting up with no shoes on and you're like i could have it a little worse you know it's hard to put yourself in that mindset it's easy to focus on shit I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's because too often, like, you know, I think one, one of the ma- most amazing things is like learning SMART goals, right? You guys all heard of SMART? Yeah. Uh, that where it's like specific, measurable, achievable. I don't know, what was R stand for? Something getting in its time. Oh my God, I can't remember the R. Anyways, I'll, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm Googling it. I can't be this dumb as I'm talking about SMART. <laughs> There we go. Smart, um, relevant. That's what it is. So yeah, it has to be relevant to what you want to achieve. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go take this class in, you know, pottery, and I want to go. You know, I want to be a veterinarian. It's like <clears throat> you're meeting a goal, but it's not relevant to your main thing. Like you hear people say all of this shit. Like I remember somebody like you read about like a stock market or, or whatever. It's like buy low, sell high. It's like the first thing that you ever learn. Right. And you're like, why do you hear it all the time? Cause it's like, well, obviously, right. You fucking idiot. Like if you buy something, but it's so hard to actually do when you try to apply it and do it yourself, you know? And I think that like, it's weird that we can know something and somebody can be like, like you're saying now, you know, it's like, Hey, all you got to do is set a bunch of tiny little goals, but then to actually do it, I think that's where Mark's talking about like that comparison vibe where you're like, well, fuck, so-and-so's already got this Porsche, you know, and you're not looking at the 40 year thing or whatever, like, or, you know, Hey, he did happen to come into some money quickly and had a down payment or something that set somebody ahead. Um, it's just weird that you can know so much in your head and still not do anything to move yourself forward. Or vice versa, know know what you need to do and actually have the drive to sit down and do it. You know, that's that's pretty much why I'd bang Mark Wahlberg. I don't think he's that attractive, but the dude's driven. Hilarious. You don't think Mark Wahlberg is attractive? I mean, honestly, yeah. I just had I I had to downplay it a little bit. I'd bang him for both reasons. Like, let's be real. That's a good. You know, that's the other thing too. Like, I hate the fact that guys we can't say if so. Like, women are allowed to compliment each other all the time. Like, you look good today, or you look good. And the Marine Corps, it's, or, you know, it's a little bit different. Or, like, I say any, any sort of hyper-masculine uh, life, people aren't too scared of that. I, I, I believe. I'm not sure every aspect of this world, but I have no problem saying that a man is attractive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's a weird thing, too, that it's – I'm okay with saying that when so many people – are just terrified of that. Well, that's because Marines are gay. I love it. Like, let's be real, man. Honestly, like, well, I, I work in construction, and, like, you'll get people that'd be like, oh, yeah, you look good today, dude, or, like, nice ass or whatever. But, like, on, it's nowhere near. Like, I don't really think that. Mm. I don't I think heard that a, I heard it's a, very common. I heard a quote. It says, Marines, it produces the gayest straight dudes and the straightest gay dudes. Absolutely. Like, for real, though. Like, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think... Every... The, the straightest gay dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, but it's, it's a... 
It's a weird truth. But yeah, like, I asked, you know, and obviously I asked that somewhat incredulously because I'm like, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, no, no, he definitely, like, but I just thought it was funny because, like, somebody had been like, oh, you see a picture of Mark Wahlberg or whatever, like, he's, he got really fat for a role or something. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And I, I saw a picture of him. Uh, and I think he, I don't know what the weight was, like 50, it was a lot of weight in a relatively short amount of time. Um, and then I saw an article attached to it. And he was, I, I guess he was putting down like 12,000 calories, like 12,000 calories of clean, Holy clean gaining. Holy and I'm, that's a lot. Right. And that, I'm like, to think about that. And the dude, I think he's 50 or almost 50 or something like that. But like, it's not like he's in his younger years with a really high T count in, in his prime. Like this dude for a movie role is like, Hey, I'm not going to wear the fat suit. I'll just go and put on 50 pounds. And he goes and he gets his dietitian and his cooks and shit like granted. Yeah. He's got the money to do it, but still he has to go and do the fucking work. And everybody's like, well, he's got trainers and shit. It's gotta be easy. Like bitch, are you going to wake up and do all the shit he does to do that? Like, I couldn't even eat the food he does, let alone do all the shit he does during the day. Um, for me, that's that's the type of stuff I'm like, if I'm a woman, that's the dude I'm going for. The guy that like, hey, that fucker will get shit done, you know, but tack on the fact that he's like all attractive and shit. And like, yeah, of course, he's Mark Wahlberg. But um, yeah. I think that, that that type of stuff, it's like we can all sit down like all of those fuckers love to talk about how they did it. And they will tell you, like, this is what I did to get where I wanted to go. And everybody will sit there and be like, must have been easy for you. And it's like, we all know what we have to do, but we're fucking lazy and we don't do it. And then we want to blame other that's, people when, like, I can be like, I'm lazy. That's, I that's could probably, that, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, that's something, that's something that I get all the time because I am a faster runner, right? Mm hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, it's because you like to run. Oh, it's you know, you you. It's easy for you. Like, I don't understand. I'm 215 pounds. Right. It's not good on your joints. Like, it's not easy. That doesn't it, even make sense. Yeah, and it, it'll be some 150 or like 150 pounds, like same height as me. And they're like, well, it's easy for you. Like you. Yeah. Right. You just want to be like, fuck you. You can see me. And I, right now I'm doing the John Cena thing right in front of my face, in case you're wondering. You can literally see me and say those words without any hint of irony and understand it's like, oh, it's easy for you. Like, what makes running? I, I do it more. Yeah, because, uh, you know. But that makes to. me feel better. If I say it's easy for you, it makes me feel more manly it, because. It provides me an excuse. Yeah, it gives me security, you know. Anyways, speaking of. You know, Mark Wahlberg. There's, uh, so you don't. I know you don't have a lot of social media. There's this whole thing on uh, TikTok where everybody is obsessed with like Ryan, like not girls, guys are obsessed with Ryan Reynolds. You know what I'm saying? So there's why this Ryan whole Reynolds? like that's what that's the thing. It's like I ask myself like why Ryan Reynolds as well. I was like, okay, he was in Deadpool, but I guess it's like it's. Certain people's like I want don't want to say celebrity crush, but like kind of like this whole pervasive thing going on. So I gotta ask, who has always, or you know, uh, not just a singular, who's always kind of been your man crushes when it comes to like, oh, I, I, you know, if they're coming out with a movie, I'm watching it. Mark Wahlberg, Denzel Washington. Ooh, 
You know, so I got three. Uh, the Rock, um, Denzel Washington, actually one of mine, and Jack Black. Dude, I love Jack Black. Um, you know what? I would say Dwayne Johnson now. Um, I do kind of make it a point to watch most of the things that he's in, but it hasn't always been that way. Like oh. when he was still doing the wrestling thing, he wasn't like, I used to like wrestling when I was young. He was never like one of the guys that I was really into or anything. And when he first started acting, but now I think he's, he's great. And he's actually pretty fucking funny too. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think the same thing. I think he's hilarious. Um, I think he just plays like he's sincere in his role. And that's yeah. like, uh, you know, on the opposite, like uh, Denzel Washington, like, he just comes in and just steals the show all the time. Every time. Every time. It doesn't matter what the movie's going to be about. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Is there, yeah, like, can you name a movie of his where you're like, yeah, that one just wasn't that good? Like, Flight, for me, was one where I was like, no way. I'm not going to watch a movie about a fucking pilot that gets a draw. Like, no. Like, this is stupid. And then it's like, well, Denzel Washington's doing it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, what? And then you're like, that was a great fucking movie. And he wasn't like some, you know, shoot him up fucking badass. And I'm like, wow, the range that he has is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely. Wahlberg? No, 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 no. We're talking about. No, we're done sucking his dick. So, we're sucking Denzies. Oh, yeah. So. So we uh, we moved from this and we started talking about and you've seen this, the Ryan Reynolds like obsession on TikTok. Uh huh. So I was like, all right, he's not my guy, but I was I asked uh, Daniel who his man crushes were, and he said Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington. Mine are Jack Black, The Rock, and Denzel Washington. Who are your man crushes? Celebrity man crushes. Wow, actors, huh? It doesn't have to be actors if you like a musician. Kanye, obviously. Um, I'll say that. Uh, who else? Uh, an actor who no matter what they put out, you're going to watch it. Even if you don't like the genre of movie or whatever it is, you know if he's in it, you're going to watch it. Leonardo DiCaprio. Boom. See, that's, he's a, he's, Ooh, that's, that's what one. I would consider a, a man crush. God, yeah, he's, Leo. Yeah. He's transcending. He transcends, dude. It's insane. They're watching him. You know, I, I wasn't the biggest Leo fan until uh, Django Unchained. My God, after that, I'm like, I'm watching everything. everything. Funny you say that. Just watched that with the lady friend, and I, like, same thing. Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, hold, hold holy on a second. shit. He You're just now watching this? Watching this? Um, yeah, I hadn't seen it. Like, I had watched part of it a little bit on an airplane one time because it, like, had released when I was flying around the embassy duty or something. Um, and then I'm like, oh, okay, a little bit, fell asleep, didn't rewatch it because I heard too much about it. Uh, and then I finally mm. actually watched it all the way through. And I was like, it was such a good movie. And she was telling me that, like, I guess Leonardo DiCaprio and Samuel, like, they had to talk consistently. And, like, the dude that had to, like, he was like so uncomfortable doing it. Guys, playing man, that my, role. my service is so trash right now. You good, man? Do we lose I him? Think, yeah, we might have lost him. But no, no, go um, ahead. Go ahead. Keep talking. So I'm sitting there watching this movie and I'm like, dude, this movie is actually like ridiculously good. And it was like, I mean, it was all the actors, but 
Leonardo DiCaprio, like, you fucking hate him. And, like, you're just like, what? But I thought it was so good that I ended up scrolling around randomly. um, And then I ended up watching, uh, shit, what's that? uh, Inception, again, just because Leonardo DiCaprio was in there. Yeah, you know what? I'll say this. The uh, It can't just be the actor. Because Tarantino's dialogue is br- it's brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Like, what he has those, the actors say is so uncomfortable. You know? And they, like, they get through it. And they do, they, they give it the respect it deserves. But his dialogue is incredible. Yeah, it's straight to it. It, like, puts you in that uncomfortable position. Um, oh, and I it, thought it was that, great. That other, the, the guy who plays the German uh, bounty hunter, uh, he's in two of uh, Tarantino's movie, and he is fantastic as well. I, I mean, I thought he did great in that movie. Yeah, I, th- I thought he did great in the, uh, okay, so first off, um, Inglorious Bastards, not my favorite movie, but mm-hmm. that beginning scene with him, interrogating that family holy cow tarantino tarantino i'd I'd say anything he puts out i'm watching see i'm i'm not there but he does have movies that i'm like i do really like that movie but i'm not not a fanboy yeah i didn't like it you didn't like hateful eight oh my goodness that is blasphemy Uh, now compared to everything you've said in this entire time we've been doing this that might be the single most offensive thing you've ever said. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, my, my Siri just popped up randomly. So I was like, it cut out. And then you, I just heard most offensive thing you've ever said. I said, what, you said What was the first was, one? You said Hateful Eight wasn't that good. I said, that was probably the most offensive thing you've ever said to me. Wow. You really, you really liked it, huh? I love that movie. As far as it goes for Tarantino movies, I go Django as my number one. Pulp Fiction. Number two, um, I'm going to probably throw Hateful Eight, number three, Kill Bill, volume one, number four. Oh, man. And there's a, there's a few others. Reservoir Dogs. I don't know. It's, it's good. See, I liked Reservoir Dogs. Um, could care less about Kill Bill. Um, yeah, like, honestly, I don't, I'm not actually that a, a big fan of any of his shit. Django was probably my favorite thing he's done. Mm. And then probably Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I wasn't, um, you know, I'll say And then Pulp Fiction, probably. The whole uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm. not, did nothing for me. That was, it was, the dialogue was great, but, you know, there was no, there was nothing in it. You know what I'm saying? It was no substance. It was kind of a, a cool little one-off story, but no substance to it at all. Yeah. Um, that's like, I really wanted to like the, uh, what was the German Nazi one again? Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. Actually, I, you know what? That's two movies to me. The first half, great. The second half, terrible. Yeah. See, for me, that movie, like, I really wanted to like it, just didn't. Like, I mean, it's, it's worth watching, but I wouldn't be like, yeah, that was a fucking great flick. But I know a ton of people think it's a really great movie and it's like really quotable to them, you know? Mm, I think that's a lot of too, like movies that were super quotable. Do you, <clears throat> here's something that 
I don't think people are that well anymore is quoting. Like, you remember you like, oh man, in high school. Uh, so you weren't around the same time I did. You would sit in high school, you would just quote movie lines to each other. Like have entire conversations. I just think quoting. that there was less forms of entertainment though. That's what I'm, but what I'm saying, you appreciated the entertainment that you had. Now it's like, oh, have you seen this video? You have it. And then you play that video for the person and you watch them watching it. And that's kind of our version of quoting nowadays. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. That's true. Yeah. Like you don't have so, to quote something. You're just like, hey, watch this. You just have to have the memory bank of what a video is called. Right. Enough of a, enough of a general idea of what to Google. Or right. duck, you ever duck, seen go. Two Girls, One Cup? Oh, God. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, All right, let's check it out. And then boom, there you go. So I had somebody show that to me. And uh, one thing people don't know about me is I have a very intense gag reflex. Big time. <laughs> and um, I started dry heaving. And he was laughing. I was like, turn this off. I'm going to puke. And he's like, no. Nah. He's like, and I was like, all right, here it comes. And I just had, grabbed the, uh, his waste basket, which, by the way, didn't have a had all like the perforations and I just peeked oh, into that thing. Like a netted <laughs> Yeah. Like a netted plastic thing. garbage. Yes. Vomited all in it. And I was like, I don't even feel any repercussions like that. That's what you get for showing I honestly I've never seen it. Oh don't 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 it's disgusting. It the is the worst video I have seen is uh a dude taking it in the ass from a horse that like busts all the way through and kills the guy. Dude, that was like the, the childhood. Like as a kid, you just watch people die on the internet all the time. Oh, what was that one? Was it uh Faces of Death or something? Um, Faces of Death, the Pain Olympics. Uh, oh my like... God, that was, this, I've seen some of the BME Pain Olympic stuff and that's fucking disgusting. The fact that that yeah, was, oh uh, man, my, yeah. My senior year of high school, I watched so many beheadings because you'd just be able to go find them on the internet. Dude, you remember that? Well, like that, true. that was, yeah, dude, we watched so much as at Fuck such a young shit. age. Like realistic, like snuff. We were par partaking in snuff in the early part of the internet. Dude, you know what's crazy that you say, like, so we have this new, well, this guy that's been working at our company, he's, he's had a different local than ours or whatever, but um, I moved to a different job site recently, and there's this guy, he's an Afghani, and he's, like, funny as shit, just great dude, and he was sitting there, and he was, like, talking about, uh, we were just, like, as the crew we were working on Saturday, he was, like, uh, he was bringing up something and we were talking about how it's interesting how like the dynamic of swearing and stuff has shifted. But like, we're still always like, don't swear around kids as if they're not going to like, as if it's not just going to be commonplace. They're going to hear it all the time. Anyway, you know, we make a big deal about it. Um, and Hassan was saying like, he's like, yeah, it's funny that like here in the U S it's like, you know, Hey, Oh, don't let your kids do that. And it's like, but then you'll sit them down in front of a TV where they're like, you know, it's badass to shoot somebody in the face and, and fuck all the bitches, you know? And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. We focus on like 
stupid things sometimes and then we're like well that's just a movie so that doesn't count and it's like but in the real world you can't swear like it's just weird to me to think um how different so many places can be well and you know the whole thing about and this is this is something i feel is like pushed on to 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 men too so often is i and i bet you this happened to you as well you had a kid and everything you were and everything you said at one point in time, it was like, stop doing that. Stop talking like the way you have always talked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I feel like that's, that's a uh, – uh, just it's our societal, societal and cultural norms are, are pressed upon by the, the, the matriarchy. You know what I'm saying? What can mm-hmm. be said, what's allowed in front of kids isn't a father's choice. It's a mother's choice. And let's That's be true. realistic. They have a better instinct of this stuff. Absolutely. I'm not, uh, we I'm can't not gonna, argue it. Yeah, there's no arguing. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, you're right. That is pretty dumb of me. Or like, you know, like me, like throwing my son, son up in the air, like, hey, calm down. Like, calm down with that. It's like, relax. I'm barely throwing them. Right. And you're like, yeah, yeah. it's like, is it really worth it? Yeah. Like you can have so, the rational thought afterwards. Yeah, you're like, ah, this, is, this isn't worth it. But I, I often feel like as a married, so I was an adult until I became married. And then I somewhat became this like. In between thing. Yeah, like a step above the kids. But the kids know like. You're well, like the upperclassmen. Yeah, I'm the upperclassmen. I'm not quite there yet. I'm not faculty. I'm just upperclassmen. No, I mean, that's, I feel like that's a pretty apt description, you know, like where you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well, it's like, I feel the same way you, you go through your life. You're like, okay, I've taken care of myself and all this. And then later on, it's like, well, there's this person that takes care of me. Like, sure. I do some things and I do this or that, but like this person does these things. And it's probably hard not to feel that way because you do, it's a give and take no matter what. Yeah, and I and like I said, I, I have no problem with it. Like I, I know that younger me allowed to continue at my trajectory was gonna be a sad old man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Uh and totally. just so, just or so halfway. Knows, I think we've only hit like two or three topics. Well, Maybe yeah, are we just dragging ass? I don't know. It's been a while. I'm just so no, no. I don't. I think I think it's like the most pervasive thing that's going on right now is the COVID thing, and we're avoiding that because there's too much of it. Like no one wants to get into the legalities of a mandate or what state state's gonna sue or what's gonna happen, and it just it's it's exhausting at this point. That's true. I just find I find stuff so weird. Fat. I like. I find it weird that I am now finding more and more conspiracy theory type of thoughts. Not like, I don't think like as extreme as shit, like the lunar landing and stuff. Holy cow. You just said something that I've been thinking about a long time is I find myself immediately thinking of not the what, but the why. Yeah, like so much more so now than before. And I'm like, okay, so like, I understand that this stuff is going on. It's like, but like when you brought up the Australia thing, 
my first thought is like, I don't care. Like vaccines were, let's, let's say vaccines, 100% efficacy, right? Let's say that they, it is an undeniable fact, 100% they work, right? You get it. You are 100% protected no matter what. Like I will, I will take that side. And it's like, even if there are people that do not want to take it, why would it be acceptable to implement things? And I know it's not mandated or forced, but to do things like California is doing where it's like, well, you can't do business or shop or do anything if you're not vaccinated. Like, why mm. is that acceptable? And why are there people that are not willing? Like, I don't even care about the vaccine thing, like whether you get it or not. Like, if my work comes through and they're like, hey, you're going on to a project that you have to get it. I'm going to go get it. I'm a bitch. I need money. I so, will go do that. But like, so, I am not going to do something because somebody is telling me to do it because fuck you. You know, like that is my right. Yeah. If I wanted to just like making suicide illegal, like how fucking retarded is that? Suicide is illegal. No, I, I know that. I, right? I, 100% like, I, get I that. don't get it. Well, we talked about that because you are a commodity. You're, you're a tax, you're a tax generating, you know. Yeah, uh, totally. But besides that, you know, I found a really good uh, um, mental uh, exercise to do. <clears throat> if you have a group of people mm -hmm. that you don't like, use something, use, interject their words with a group that you like. For, and this is an example, like, for, for example, the left does not like, the unbacked, right? Mm -hmm. But they're very worried about uh, the uninsured or immigrants or just a different population. So it's like, you know, people are talking about like, should the unvaxxed even be treated? Well, take that unvaxxed out there. Should immigrants even be medically treated? Should uninsured even be medically treated? Should women who are late term abortions even be treated medically? Ooh, and it sounds shit. so much worse, right? It does. So what, so on the same side uh, as your beliefs, you should be able to hold it up to a group that you support. Any other topic, yeah. Yeah, so throw, throw that into your, into your toolbox. Like for example, like, you know, like, you know, like, for, like uh, trans people, like should trans people be respected? Should straight people be respected? Should, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Should a white person be respected? Should a like no matter what a, you should do, should a black person be respected? Absolutely. If you believe in truly, if you truly believe in equality, you should be able to. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. interesting. Yeah, I like that. put your put your own ideas to the threshold of your statement. Hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, I think that that one when I found that I was like that thing I need to start doing. You know, what I'm saying like you know. Uh, I feel like that's the, quite a nugget of wisdom there. It's like, that's actually, uh, I think that's like, that's a hard one to eat yourself. Like if you were to yeah, sit down and truly as, do that, like you're going to eat your own foot as, a lot. That's right. As soon as you say that statement and you put somebody else in there that you care for. Oh yeah. I could, I could find hypocritical statements right now off the top of my head that I've said, you know, like, well, I don't yeah. think they should have, and then turn that to somebody I like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So when you start creating groups of people to demonize, 
put that the group that you support in that same set, sentence and see how it feels. So I like yeah. it. I think it's uh, I think it's super interesting. You know, uh, <clears throat> and I feel like it's one of those things that will help me to not create groups. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, not not to put people into certain categories and boxes and shit to just be yeah. like, hey, because everybody's free to be completely individual. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too, is if we get on a perspective where this thought should pertain to everyone, and it does, and it feels good that it pertains to everybody, I think that's a much better thing than to make a thought that only should pertain to a few people. I feel like the tricky part with individuality is the fact that like we we are kind of like animals, right? And it's like, so for example, you take any animal species out there and think about it. And it's like, you go, you pick up a book and it's like the males typically, the females typically, like that's just the way it's been done, right? But then we have this this more advanced brain that thinks different ways and we have societies and stuff. And I think that, therein is what makes people crave that individuality is the fact that there are so many similarities biologically from like a natural like evolutionary standpoint whereas the society i feel like is that is almost like the brain like i often think of like society is kind of like our brains like we as humans like biologically nature i think of like the way the body works and everything but i think the way our mind works is more of a societal thing and i often think they're like two separate things absolutely like i mean you think about it uh, and you know let's go back to the whole trans trans topic again the funny thing about it is we're like oh man you know men and women are on a spectrum and all this and that and the other. But the funny part about transitioning is the ultimate goal is become what is societally acceptable for a male or a woman. Yeah. The, the aim point is that I yes, want to be exactly. that, but the, the, the way forward is saying, Oh, it's all on a spectrum. It's not that, but going to the other side, you're going for a singular, you know, very like feminine look. Or it's interesting. Look. Yeah, it's interesting when you say it like that, because then I think that like, by that very nature, like you're so there's half or I mean, let's say it's 50 50 people, you know, like, for just for argument's sake, like 50% of the world thinks trans is okay, 50% thinks it's not okay. But like, that's basically, to me, it's just there's 50% of the population that thinks like, hey, if I want to be able to do this, I should be able to do this. And then I think the other 50% of the population is like, that's not actually possible. So I can't accept it. You know what I mean? I think that's more of an issue rather than like, that's what I don't get. I don't get why it bothers people so much what other people do when I think about it the way you put it. Yeah, and that's always been my my standpoint is, yeah, go be you, go do you, just don't push it, don't mandate it to me. Yeah, and that's the way I've always felt about a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, if you like, I said, like, I have no problem with with you living your life the way you want to, as long as it's not like 
and I say hurting people in the very sense of not offense, not not comfort, but violence. If you yeah, are hurting people exactly. with violence, or you know doing something that is beyond uncomfortable, like for example, like you know uncomfortable is like sitting next to a person that you don't feel comfortable with. You're like, okay, this is uncomfortable. What I consider a wrong is you know taking something from somebody or like hitting yes. somebody physically or like damaging something of like, yeah, that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Yes. I definitely think that. So I think there's a lot of like, uh, I think there's a lot of very eloquent people who talk on media and talk in politics and they're very eloquent and the words that they're saying are, really well-worded, but they're just infused with closed-mindedness. It's like, well, no, you're wrong because of this, or, you know, whatever the, the argument, this can't be because of this. It's like, the question is, is it, does it hurt me at all? And if the answer is no, then it's like, okay, boom, there it is. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's and that, always been my thought. Like for people oh, to be yeah. like, well, you can't, you can't turn transition to a, what you're either this or a that. And it's like, well, given a long enough timeline, you know, like maybe science does actually change that. Like who actually knows? Like, I don't, I find it funny that I feel like I was that person for so long. You know, I'm like, yeah, well, fuck those guys. Cause I think this, you know, and then well, when I really you were, think about it. Cause yeah, you were a I think child it, for most of yeah. your life. Your brain wasn't developed until about 25. So a quarter of a century, you're a child. Yeah, but you're being, yeah. you're being taught things by people whose minds supposedly have been beyond that point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not learning most of those habits from kids my age. Like, you're, everybody is learning something from somebody beyond them, right? Like, it, it doesn't mm. work the opposite way around. So, like, the only way for somebody to grow up saying racist or hateful or misogynistic or, like, being a bigot of any sort, like, they have to be taught that. Like, you don't mm. naturally... If so, let, let yeah, me rephrase so, uh, that. If you grew up in Shoshone, Wyoming, like, and you, you know, you're like Eric and you haven't seen your first black individual till you're like 16, you, I like, I couldn't relate to that, you know, like maybe you are like, oh, fuck, what's this? Like maybe there is a physiological um, reaction or something, but like for the most part, like you're taught to hate things from people that are supposed to be in those years where they knew stuff. It just, it seems like it takes so long for the generational. I think that, I, I think that, I think that loses a lot of accountability on individual people. So that's like you saying, um, so that's like me saying that we don't learn from anybody else, but our parents or we don't that's learn. Not from true. And that's not true. That but I think 100%. that's where I think that's where reform happens when you start learning from when you start learning from other sources. Like we kind of always talk about how like you can jump on the internet, pick one thing, and then just learn from mm. that, and then no. you just now you're believing everything. I think that like if you I choose believe- to just believe your parents forever, like you're going to have a very strong one way opinionated mindset. But then as you have influences in your life that change things like teachers or friends or friends parents or other things like that then i think that's where you start getting that but if you were to shelter somebody with one source of learning i feel like that's where 
most of that stuff happens. I feel like in big diverse places where everybody's around everybody, their natural day-to-day activity tells them like, hey, it's actually okay to be in this situation or this situation. Whereas like maybe in the middle or less populated areas, people are like, ah, we stay away from most people around here. You know, so like there, there's a, there's a psych, psycho, psychological phenomenon where you either break and rebel against all your parents' idea or you fall into what they call the slave-tyrant relationship with your father or mother. Oh. And it's easier to explain the slave-tyrant uh, position where basically you always have to listen to your parent. No matter how old you are, you will always be less than your parent. But the opposite, or not even the opposite, the, the, the inverse of that is when you... You, re- you have a realization like, man, my parents didn't know everything. And you start questioning everything they've said. So it's either y- what you said is you know, absolutely true. You learn from your parents and you're in that relationship forever. But a majority of people continue that relationship with their parents. They, yeah, they I feel like that's, inverse. thank God. Thank God. Yes. So what, what I'm saying where you're factually incorrect is you're like, well, they're taught this. It's like, well, no, there's a point where they rebel against everything. As a person, you rebel against everything you were taught. Oh, and I'm sure. The, like for me, that was like, that's so something I wh- very cosh- cognitively decided to do was to start questioning everything. And, you know, I like that, you know, that, that's, yeah, that, that's something that you have to take that, you know, that uh, the active conscious effort to do. But what I'll say about the other side is, is at that point, well, who do you start learning from? Well, you either fall back into a slave tyrant mentality where it's like you're a student and there's a professor mm. or you begin learning amongst peers. And so when you say that peers have no re- you know, relevance onto the person you're becoming and the ideals that you have, I would argue that they have more influence onto the Absolutely. person that you're going to becoming, not 100%. your parents. No, I 100% agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I was talking about in your early years, developmentally. Oh, yes. With like, early, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm talking later on when you are like having conversations with friends and everything. Yes, but I feel like those conversations can be shaped. Like I'm talking early on, like, I don't know if I had to use, like, let's say the first 10 years of like born no, to course. 10. Yes, yes, yes. Like but- that's, that's kind of what I'm referring to. Like, your friends' opinions are still the opinions of their parents. You know, like if I'm going down to mm. Tim's house to play baseball and I'm like, yes. hey, you know, my mom mm. says that wearing this pink sweater and this fucking frog speedo <clears throat> is cool. And Tim's dad's like, hey, you don't get to play with the little gay kid, you know? And then like Tim's got a different opinion than like he's still being taught by somebody else. And then he still has to go out and learn from people. So I just feel like, it's such a trickle down effect to change to right wrongs because mm. it takes so long because it's like at the beginning, Adam and Eve, like Eve fucks up, she eats the apple. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, if you were to try to fix that problem for one person, it's like, Hey, you know, if there's three people in the tribe, it's like, Hey dude, this one person ate this apple. Don't eat the apples. Okay. And it's like that word got to the three people. They didn't eat the apples. Then now the population's 100. And there's like, two dudes didn't get the word and then they ate an apple and now you have a population of 500,000 people. And it's like, well, a quarter million, like whatever it may be. And it's just like, I feel like everything just takes so long to correct um, because there's just like more and more people. Like we're progressing so much faster than we can keep up with. 
because we're no longer tethered to our parents' ideals. We're learning from peers and peers are learning from peers and peers are learning from peers. And it's almost like a generation used to be, you know, you've heard, have you ever heard of the turning? Um, no. So a turning is considered uh, 80 years. Every 20 years is basically considered a new generation and history re will repeat itself every year, uh, every 80 years. Um, uh, let me Google this real quick. Turning 80 years. Um, oh God, this people turn. Uh, oh man, I think it was called turnings. Okay, so I Googled it. Um, uh, 80 year history repeats itself. Oh, okay, here, here we go. 80 year history cycle. Turning 80 was uh, the uh, different. So this was done by a, a Strauss Howe. It's called generational theory. It says the author describes each turning as lasting about 20 to 22 years. Four turnings make up a full cycle of 80 to 90 years, which the uh, author uh, describes as when history will repeat itself. Now, I think that was true for a long time, but based off of our communications, I think that that turning in this generational theory needs to be reduced, if that makes sense. Mm, no, so, run it by me one more time. So basically, instead of the, the way we're, like I said, we're learning. So mm -hmm. like, because one person can't, make an entire country do something generation right so that's what makes mm -hmm. the, the good times this that and the other they've heard that that quote before it's like you know hard times make strong men good times times make some sort of men and then something about that eventually becomes you know soft men and soft men make hard times you know what i'm saying does that that, mm. that whole quote, yeah it's all cyclical know. basically yeah Yes, and that's that's that is the whole thought of the Strauss Howe generational theory. So if you've heard that quote, you know I kind of have a hard time disagreeing. So yeah, so this is this is the cyclical theory of uh, the the generational theory, and they're called turning. They're about twenty to twenty two years. My thought is is yeah, they're that that makes sense. History is bound to repeat itself based on all this stuff, but I feel like our societal generational uh, thoughts are moving quicker. Like, for example, you think about it, you know, in the year 2000, gay was an appropriate thing to say as this is dumb. And that was equivalent to this is gay, right? Mm -hmm. That was okay. That was 100% okay to say. Yeah, it was synonymous for something negative. It had that yeah. negative connotation and it was appropriate to use it that way. Yep. 10 years later, roughly, it's no longer okay to say, right? Mm -hmm. Not completely. It's out of your vernacular. It's out of my vernacular. Not really the well the as an insult. Say. It's okay to say, but you, you not not if it has a negative connotation. Now, if if you were to think about the old generational things, that that should take about twenty years, right? Mm -hmm. And then you know now we can move into the next movement of that twenty years, which would be the trans movement. But we're only in twenty twenty one, and in twenty seventeen, the trans movement gained traction move forward, and now it's accepted, right? Accepted mm. widely in America. That makes sense. So I feel like with communications and with this now, ability to communicate widely I, amongst peers, that's the speeding of these turnings. Can I pause you, though? Because, like, I feel like that's also subjective because you said, like, with the trans thing, it's like, you know, it's widely accepted. 
Now that's in our opinion or your opinion, maybe, but like to the average trans person, is it, is it widely accepted? Like what constitutes mm. widely accepted? You okay. know, like so what, everybody's so going to choose what I, that sorry. means to them. I, I should say not widely accepted, widely understood what it is. Okay. That's different. That is they know, like, yeah. Yes. We're like, aware of what trans is. Like, 15 years ago, I don't think I would have known that existed. Yeah, 15 years ago, if you walked up, you saw somebody that looked clearly like a woman, and you're like, hey, excuse me, ma'am, and she was like, uh, I'm a dude. You'd be like, uh, what? And you would have to, like, explain the whole thing. But nowadays... It's like, yes. oh, yeah, the trans person, majority of the people you talk to are going to know what a trans person is. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like, like that makes sense. communication and generation, I feel like this. Yeah. Back when it was written, it was written. Oh, my God. It was uh, uh, 25 years ago. Uh, so in the 90s, this is when it was written. Right. Mm. This, this, uh, this whole 80 year turning thing. This was prior really to the internet but internet yeah that was i didn't want i'm always the guy to say on the fucking internet and i hate it but so like, so that's my first thought when you and, said it and i don't think the internet was really the instrument of this 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 jettison i think it was the internet on your phone mobile internet is the biggest difference in it you get what i'm saying I mean, yeah, I think mobile and it just like it makes it internet in general. But I think mobile, when we made it mobile, it's like now it's consistently yeah. on. And we're sharing ideas, we're sharing videos, we're sharing different points of view at so much of a quicker rate. It's insane mm. how much quicker everything is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, totally. And that's why I agree. Like, I feel like because of the internet, when you were initially saying, like, I feel like we're advancing the, that turning or whatever. What did you call it? A 22 year turning or something like that? Okay. So the word is actually called a seculum. It's a seculum. S-A-E-C-U-L-U-M. A turning is a general word to make it say a little bit easier. Okay. Lasting so, about 20, so we get a seculum. So for one seculum, like <coughs> I feel like maybe the time frame at which a seculum is, is sh shrinking because of what you're saying, you know, like, the access to that information at the time when he wrote it, like, sure, about 20 years, maybe that's how long it took for roughly the median average of information to spread globally. And now the internet has shrunk that. So maybe that has reduced because it seems like just reading through news and stuff, it seems like how many fucking crazy things are consistently happening. And then you think back in the nineties, it's like that much news was still going on, but I don't think you were aware of it all the time. Um, well, so maybe that's it's, shrinking it. It's so funny that the two things that have expanded are news and cartoons. It's like the opposite side of the spectrum. News was an hour a night. Cartoons were four hours on a Saturday. Now it's news all day and cartoons all day. It's weird how those two things are the only, like everything else has kind of really stayed in their, their spots. Like uh, uh, infomercials are still late night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything is still kind of, you know, where it belongs, but those two are just out of control. But, uh, hey, I am going to have to get going. Uh, dude, this was fun. This was a lot of fun today. Yeah. Had a good time. Too bad we lost Mark. It is. It is crappy. But, yeah, he was having some internet issues. I thought it was just, I thought it was my side. But now that I see it, I was like, okay, we're, we're pretty
Yeah. So we got Mark a little bit today. So hopefully, uh, so hopefully it doesn't come out sounding like Transformers too much this time around. But yeah, I mean, you got a busy life. I I currently got a busy life. Um, One of these days we'll get a better fucking schedule. I think, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's anything like that. I think everyone has a busy life, which is what we fill it with. It's all busy. It's all busy. Even the guy who's watching TV for 24 hours. He's busy watching TV. Oh, remember, fuck that guy. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I he just doesn't say, deserve that. That's right. He's, he he's busy that doing something. TV. Every, you know, we basically almost all have the equal amount of consciousness. It's what we decide to fill it with. Yeah. And certain things that we see as reputable, uh, applaudable uh, things to pursue and other things we look at as, you know, not applaudable. Mm -hmm. all right anyways let's go ahead and close this out all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to another episode of the redeeming qualities podcast not how men speak but how friends speak we appreciate you listening remember reach out to us on instagram at the redeeming qualities podcast um, and let us know if you have any suggestions or questions or topic ideas all right sounds good man peace peace